Welcome in to the 700 Mile View, episode one of season one. I'm Nick Holler, joined alongside, as always, Brad Wilson for our very first show together here on a podcast format. I, I mean, Brad has wanted to do this for some time now, and I finally have given in, and now I'm doing it. And I'm very excited to join Brad in this show. Uh, the title of the show is 700 Mile View. Uh, we are in two different places. Uh, Brad lives in Chicago. I live in Virginia. And if you do the uh, the mapping of it, it's 700 miles away from each other. So that's kind of how we got the name of the show. But Brad, you excited to get rolling with this uh, new adventure? Yeah, I got goosies. I got goosies, absolutely. Um, I feel loose. I'm a little nervous as well. Uh, hands are kind of sweating a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, when, uh, you know, when you were spamming my phone for months on end, um tell me you know we got to do this thing we got to do this um over and over again you know it i it feels good that i finally told you yes to getting this thing started and seeing where it goes i think it was early on it was me like hey we should do a podcast sometime we should do a podcast sometime you're like yeah 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 we should we should do a podcast and you came up with the name and i was like okay yeah yeah and then i kind of backed off of it i was like yeah yeah Soon. Well, the name was soon. literally, yeah, straight out of a generator. Um, this is just, I mean, but I feel like that's how most things start. So right, out of a generator. Right. Same with our logo. Right. Yeah. Our logo is a Google Docs, me changing the font of the name and then putting a picture of the internet of a microphone on it. That's 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 what this is all about. It's pretty sloppy. I mean, it's but it's the pilot. We're on a budget, okay? And that budget is like zero dollars at the moment. So we're working with the resources we have. Uh, yeah. Once we get past that, I mean, we'll be much better. Um, but yeah, it, it it took a little bit for me to want to do this, and now I think we are settled in and ready. And what what a better time to do it than right before the NFL season yeah, starts? Absolutely. And I just want to make it clear again, like I'm really glad that I said yes when you begged me to do this. Um, I, I remember was that it phone you, call. Was it you? Know? Was it you begging me to do this, or was it you coming after me and trying to get me to do it? See, the way I recall it was, um, it was a phone call. Um, okay. I believe it was August 17th. It was like oh. four in the morning. And oh, I remember, because really? remember you said you woke up with the sweats and I you were telling me like, you know, you're like, it was a rough night of sleep. I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop thinking about how the NFL's gone. Everything sucks. You know, I we got to be prepared for when it comes back. Right. And then, um, and then you told me like, just like, you know, I, it kind of felt like it was staged. Like, you know, when you're right. asking someone out, like you had rehearsed it a few times, but I'm really glad that you begged me to do this. I yeah. like though also that I told, you no the first couple of times and then you kind of convinced me, but right. yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate it. I don't remember this one bit, but I mean, I, I, I guess this happened. I'm trying to go back and see what I did on August 17th. I'm pretty sure I yeah, had I mean, eye doctor appointment. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously that's on me. Well, yeah, the eye doctor was because of that. You were like, I couldn't see another way without this Oh, podcast. is that what it was? That's why you is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. That's exactly yeah. what it was. I was blinded yeah. by the beauty of the show, and we had Exactly. Okay. Yeah, well, very excited to get this underway, Brad. I've known Brad since we were, what, like five? Yeah, something like that. I don't think, since I, kindergarten. I, don't think I remember. Yeah, I don't think I remember before then. Which I don't think memories go past like, oh, like people certainly. say like, oh, I remember being born. Yeah, no, that's that's not true at all. Like that's not how it oh, works. I don't, I don't. 
I don't remember being before 10. Like, if you said we started being friends at, like, 9. I mean, it was kindergarten, so I guess you got to do the math of when we would have been in kindergarten. I think it would have been 5 or 6 oh, no. or something It like was that. totally kindergarten. How old are kindergartners? Like, That's the question. I Well, we're, we're seniors in college now, so we I hope we can do math. Well, it's pre-K 4, right? And 4 we were probably like 5 or 6. I really I can't do math right now. I think it's I think it's five. I think it's five. Um, well, you know, like there's the the early and the late. I think it's like the late kids are five coming out right. of that. Right. Yeah. That's so how, we were, that makes sense. We were young. Well, you want to just leave it at that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. We can do that. All right. Well, now you know that we have a lot of banter. We can go back and forth all day just talking about nothing whatsoever so just get used to that but we're going to dive right into our mile wide headlines in the first episode of the 700 mile view and what a better way to do it than when we're recording right now on this beautiful thursday evening we've got thursday night football the bills favored by two and a half are traveling to sofi stadium to take on the los angeles rams at 8 20 on nbc Brad, this is going to be an incredible matchup. Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs. A lot yeah, of so, so incredible, in fact, that we were actually supposed to record this on Friday. Yeah. So if you listen to this, this is a spontaneous move just because yeah. of how excited I am for this game. Yeah. So I, I've already reserved a table at Union Pub. Don't meet me there. But obviously, this would come out after I was there. So. Yeah, that makes I don't think sense. anyone's meeting you there, Brad. Maybe well, for I don't know. show. Maybe a live show. There's a big fan base, actually. Uh, uh, ours? We have a big fan yeah. base? Mm-hmm. And we haven't even released the pilot yet? I don't know. I think the kids are talking. About. That's just okay. that's what I'm hearing. But. I'm so excited for these kids that you're talking about. I don't, I don't, I don't know who they are, but I guess they are excited. Well, not like kids, show. kids, but like kids, like the kids. Like kids in America, the young crowd is excited for our podcast about sports. Yeah, yeah. But why don't you take? I don't know why I took the kids route. So you can just yeah swing it, really swing it back to swing it back to what we were doing. We're okay. Probably well, the kids out. will be watching Thursday night football with their parents tonight, as the Rams, who are plus two and a half against the Bills. You know what? I don't know what a, what it is, but I I I really like the Rams in this matchup. Now, earlier today, I, I'm going to say my pick tonight is the Rams. Um, I'm not putting any Can't money do that. in tonight's game. But tonight's pick Can't is the Rams. It. And I know Brad's not very happy with it. At noon today, I got a text from Brad saying that he absolutely knows who the winner of this game is going to be. He had been researching it all morning long and that he didn't get up to use the bathroom for two hours, even though he had to go super badly because he was doing so much research into this. And I, Brad, I, I was kind of making fun of you over text. Like, are you a conspiracy theorist? Like what's going on? So what do you have up your sleeve right now? Well, it's just like, you know, when you get two power teams like this, like two teams that, you know, Rams have a shot going back to back bills, I think are the favorite to go all the way. Um, games like this kind of just bug you a little bit. And when I was thinking about where I wanted to put my funds, I decided to go to my favorite research engine, Twitter. So. I hopped on Twitter and I was like, you know, let's see what anyone's talking about. Any injuries, something like that. Like, is there an analyst who knows everything better than I do? 
you know what I mean? Which, you know, there probably might be a few, but there's also Max Kellerman out there. So, um, you know, as I'm scrolling, um, you know, all the tweets I saw were just basically Stafford's a dog. He was starving in Detroit and now he's in LA so he can eat now and it's all good. So, and I was thinking to myself, dog. And then I realized like, oh, he just lost his dog in April, which oh, is really what sad. Was, what was the dog's name? The dog's name was Marley. It just, okay. I'm getting there. Just, I'm just, okay. let it play okay. through. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to shut up. I'll just listen. So like, you know, you would think like, oh, like he loses his dog. So like, obviously he's inspired going to the next season. Cause you know, some people love their dogs rather than they love the rest of their family. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, right. you know, he's in that mindset. So this is why you're thinking like, oh, LA. So I see where you're coming from. But if you actually look through it, this is like a, how can you be sure? Right. You know, I love to check what I'm looking into. So um Stafford's dog's name's Marley right yeah I was thinking Marley dog Marley Marley and me the, the movie. movie yeah Marley and me the movie came out in 2008 Nick yeah. what is the date today today's date is September 8th yes exactly eight okay now now stay with me okay stay with me all right so Matthew Stafford owns Marley. Who owns Marley in the movie? Owen Wilson. Okay. Owen Wilson also has broken his nose twice, uh, minus two spread. Um, Owen oh, Wilson was okay. born in 1968. So there's another like, eight. The that, eight that keeps flying around. Again. Okay. So now we got two eights, right? Yeah. Okay. Two broken noses. There's the spread. Okay. And then I was like, you know, then I kind of hit a wall because I was like, okay, maybe this is just too much of a coincidence for it to be anything, um, you know, whatever. There's no deeper part of it. And then I was thinking like two eights, right? 2008, yeah. September 8th. Okay. Yeah. Let's look at his movie history. Owen Wilson has released one other movie with himself in it in 2008. Yeah. That movie was Drilled at Taylor. Yeah. And then I thought, the movie. Taylor, Taylor, Tyrod Taylor, former quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Okay. He was a quarterback for the Bills for three seasons, three seasons, and he only played the Rams one time in those three seasons. Indeed. And in that game, the Bills won. Now, okay. here's where you think it stops, but it doesn't. It doesn't okay? stop. Okay. So they're up by four. They go down on a there's a turnover and a late drive um, with 242 left in the game. What's two plus four plus two, Nick? Eight. With 242 left in the game, Tyrod Taylor throws the game-winning pass to Marquise Goodwin. And what number do you think Marquise Goodman was wearing when he caught the game-winning touchdown? Eight. 88 to okay. eight. Therefore, okay. I'm riding with the Bills and I'm taking the spread because it's factual. It's proven that it's going to happen. If you go down the rabbit hole enough, it's like in the big short. You know, no one bothered to look. I bothered. I spent from the moment I woke up, I, I don't think I did any work today. I, I worked from nine to five. I don't think I worked today. You know, I spent my time on this. Now I know it's for sure the Bills are going to win. So I urge you, after I just explain this whole thing to you, you know, don't, I guess you don't have money on it, but like, 
the bills are going to win. So like, don't pick the team that's not going to win. You know what I mean? Like it's just basic logic. I thought you were going a different way with this at one point. When you brought up the two eights, I remember earlier we were texting about it. It was like, even if you know the player's number, don't say it. I knew Marquise Goodwin was 88. So I said eight because you told me don't say the player's number. Well, yeah, so, but you, that, then you said one eight, and that was like the whole point of this whole thing was that made, eight was like the of, magic number, and you threw out so, eight instead of 88. You could have just said, I don't know. And then there would have been like a suspenseful effect when people were you listening to Well, that's true, this. but you know, you know who wears 88 currently, right? Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. And he just got a long-term contract. So Dawson cool. Knox so catches I think Dawson the game-winning touchdown. Game touchdown tonight. I thought that's where yes. you were going with it, or being completely honest. Yes. Well, I thought that's where you, you were going to use with facts, it. right? You can't use hopes. You got to use facts. This happened with Marquise Goodwin. This okay, happened. so it's a wide receiver. So is there a wide receiver with the number eight on the Bills? No, no, no. I like where we're going with this because you now like the I'm Dawson thinking Knox. about what like I want to put Knox. in tonight. I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna you add like that Dawson to my Knox slate. Anytime touchdown. Yes, yes. Okay. I'm, I'm actually going to take it right now. You're going to do it right now. What are, what are the odds on that? I'll let you look into that while I just say to the audience, oh, my gosh, what a conspiracy theory. I really didn't think we were getting Marley and me on Drill Bit Taylor references in the first podcast, but we did. Um, that's That was a – we're going to get all kinds of inside insight from Brad like that all season long on this podcast. If you want insight, we're going to get it later in segments on this episode. We've got our Sunday forecast coming up later where we go over all the games of week one and give our predictions. We will be doing our introductions where we'll just give a little bit of who we are and what we do. Uh, we'll also be talking about our uh, our betting tips. Brad's got bets for you for the NFL and the college Plus football 250. and the MLB. Plus 250 for Knox. Plus 250 for Knox, anytime. Anytime. And then our final segment uh, of this episode, we'll be doing division winners for the NFL, playoff predictions, and Super Bowl picks. Uh, but we are not done the mile-wide headlines yet. Brad's conspiracy theory took us off the rails, but we're back. That, well, it's the we're number back. one story. It's the number it's, one story. Is it? It is. Like, I literally it just is. found out who's winning tonight's game. So – Brad wants you to pick the Bills. He said this was going to – this was earth-shattering news that would make me change my pick. I, did you not listen to the entire ex, – like, I I'm going to stick with the on Rams this whole tonight. journey. If I'm wrong, connects. that's okay. If I'm wrong, and you're, you're right, wrong. You, get to, you get to hold that against me. That's fine. And you can talk about that I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm just going to feel episode. bad because I just told you the outcome of the game. Well, should should I feel bad or should I – be like, well, what were you thinking, Marley and me, if the Rams won? But they're, that's what I'm saying. They're not going to win. Like, I, okay. I did the research. Like, it's proven. I literally just proved to you that the Bills are going to win. I'm just going to feel bad that, like, you didn't listen to me. It's like if I showed you, um, you know, it's like if the dress is blue, but you knew that it was blue. You know what I mean? Like, if you didn't right. look at the picture and you actually had the dress in real life, I'm telling you it's blue. Okay. Well, makes sense. All right. Well, we're going to head into our next topic. We're going to do our takeaways from the college football opening weekend. Big game at Ohio State. It was Ohio State taking down Notre Dame 21 to 10. 
Uh, Brad, Ohio State, legitimate contender to be the national championship over Bama, or is Notre Dame just not that good of a team? Because they looked pretty good to me in that game. Uh, I'd say both. I, I don't think Notre Dame is that great. I, I honestly, like, Notre Dame plays smart football. They don't play, right. like, you know, their drives are very slow. I've heard that from analysts. Um, they just, they know how to look like a better team than what they really are is the way I see it. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ohio State's very talented, too. Um, it was evident. Um, their defense is great. I mean, their D-line, I felt like, was in his pocket basically half the game, if not 90%, which is, you know, I'm going to say half, so that way I don't get corrected and feel bad about myself. But that was how that went when I saw it. You know, I had Ohio State, and it was great because Notre Dame was winning the majority of the game, and the bar I was at, everyone was just losing their mind. Because, like, no matter where you go, there's Notre Dame fans everywhere. And they always go, like, I don't know if there's, like, a Facebook, like, or like a group me or something like that, where like everyone just knows where to be at the same time, or, or there's just more Notre Dame fans than everywhere else. But it was very, I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed I it at, immensely. I was at the JMU Middle Tennessee game, and at that point it was a blowout in the third quarter. And I looked at the score and I saw Notre Dame was up. And the group I was with, we laughed. We were like, okay, we're going to win this game. So let's go watch Notre Dame, Ohio State, because Notre Dame's up. And we went, came back and watched it because we were so into that. Um, other game. Sunday night, Florida State, LSU. Brian Kelly's team came back and had the chance to tie it, and the extra point was blocked. They lost 24-23. Brian Kelly, the media in LSU, the student body, everyone is so mad at him after losing yep. his first game. Brett, reaction to that? Reaction to it? I mean, he's no Coach O. I mean, th th you can't – I don't know why they picked him up. Like, wouldn't you want to pick up, like, I guess, you know, Notre Dame's a great franchise and all that stuff, but, you know, he, that's not SEC football. That's Notre Dame football. If Notre Dame wants to join the SEC, okay, then there's an argument there. But, you know, you're looking at these coaches for the SEC teams that somehow, like, pull wins out of their season against basically the greatest teams in football. And I feel like it's those coaches you go to first, like, hey, um, you know, we've, punched you in the throat for the past five years you, know, you want to just like come take over and hit this and like have your fun with it you know I feel like that's like the goal of every SEC coach is to end up at Bama LSU Georgia I mean the list goes on but yeah yeah no all right quick pick for you quick pick Notre Dame mm -hmm. going to the Big Ten yes or no yes I would love that because yeah. I, I mean I go to Indiana right so that would make a my conference look better and B, make my weekends better because uh, I don't think Notre Dame basketball is going to be good anytime soon. They went and, to the tournament last year. Right. But Indiana basketball just got hot. Right. So I don't have many sports to be happy about. I don't know how we beat Illinois. Um, Illinois should have won that game. I probably should. I probably shouldn't be admitting that on here. But, you know, we got lucky. We got past them. Yeah. We were supposed to have a losing season, not win a game like last yeah. year. Um, so I'm not excited for the football aspect of it, but basketball, like that's where like cool. any college could step up. That's where like right. anyone at a small college is like any given day, we can beat you guys. And I'd love to have Notre Dame on my schedule. Yeah. And our, 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 our podcast, our season will primarily take place, you know, season one, a first part of season one will be throughout football season. And then 
we'll take a tiny little break for a little bit. And then season 1B, so the second half of season one will probably be during the college basketball part of everything going on because we're big college basketball guys, and we'll break down a lot of that. And then we'll kind yeah. of take our, take our time off during the summer and then jump back into the podcast season two, back when football starts again. Um, so that's just kind of a lay of the land of how we work. Uh, all right, Brad, last, last college football big pick. Saturday, Bama, Texas, college game day. Bama going to Texas. Steve Sarkeesian versus Nick Saban. Who you got in that one? Um, it's just not enough. Not enough information. I mean, they both had blowouts. I guess Bama, you know, played Utah State, who's a little better than, what was it, like L.A.? I honestly don't know who Texas played, but Quinn Aguilar's looks fine, and Bryce Young looks great. I mean, but if we're being realistic here, Bama should win this game by a lot. Yeah, I think think Bama blew out their week one crapper than – they they did better in their crapper game than Texas did. So, therefore, I will go out with Bama. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, last segment here on the Mile Wide Headlines. It is the MLB playoffs. They're starting to take a little bit of shape here. Um, The NL East race is getting pretty hot between the Braves and the Mets. Um, Back on May 31st, uh, there's a uh, reporter anchor for SNY, Sal Licata. And uh, he said that it is over. It is done with. The NL East is done. The Mets won the division. Back on May 31st, when they had an 11-game lead, they've since blown that. They're only half a game up on the Braves now, and the Braves look like a significantly better team. Brad, reaction to that? Braves legit. Well, the Mets crumble. As someone, yeah. So um, I had two picks um, at the beginning of baseball. I think before even the first open. I, I think before opening day, I had two futures, and it was the Mets to win the World Series and the race to win the World Series. I'm looking solid with the Mets. That being said, I was looking way more solid months ago when he made that dumb comment. And I think he might be the reason that they started losing. It's, you can't shut out the reigning World Series champions, one. Two, the Phillies are the most talented team in baseball that isn't a playoff contender as of right now. The Phillies? The Phillies, 100%. Like, they're, they're they the have the tools right to do it. They're in it now. What oh, they yeah. move up to? They're definitely in. 75. Yeah, they're at 75. So they're just in. They're behind the yep. Padres. Yeah. They're in. Okay, so they're just in. But, like, okay, take it a couple weeks ago, they weren't. Who do you think is the better team right now? Right now. The Philadelphia right now. Phillies or the Baltimore Orioles? Orioles are fun, man. See, the Orioles, like, you want to say the Orioles because they've just had this huge history of just failing time and time again to basically put it together, what, like 50 wins? And now you're looking at them, and they have, you know, not a lot of all-star names, but, you know, enough where it's it's fun baseball to watch like you're just rooting i don't think there's anyone like i don't know who baltimore's rival is i wouldn't say the nationals because they're not in the same league probably the yankees well not even the yankees but they see it's not even the yankees like nobody's a rival the rays the blue jays 
yeah, no, neither. You know, you can't have a rivalry between a steak and a knife. Like that's just, you can't. So I would, so where I'm going with this is I think everybody's rooting for the Orioles. Like there's no one not rooting for the Orioles. I do think the Phillies are the better team, but I would like the Orioles to be a better team. I'm going to root for the Orioles, but if you're asking me as someone like, okay, let's be real about this, probably the Phillies. Right. I believe Orioles need, yeah. Orioles are four and a half games out right now. They still have a chance, and they're paying their roster as a whole less than the Mets are paying Max Scherzer just for this season. It's ridiculous. That's why I picked the Mets. I mean, uh, I knew DeGrom wasn't going to be in the season at the beginning when I picked them, but I was like, you know, when you have teams, it's all about pitching. And they got a one-two punch in starters, probably two of the best starters in the league. So, like, it was a good pick for me. And now I'm sitting at the top of the conference or the division watching, you know, here come the Braves again. Here come the Phillies, kind of. And if that happens, if the Braves take them, I would not be surprised if they continue to lose at the rate that they are and I lose one of my two futures in the playoffs. Because I do this every year. I pick a national and I pick an American and I never pick the favorite. I never pick the Yankees. I never pick the Dodgers. You know, I, I sit here and I'm like, okay, like who's, who's that like three, four guy, the three, four guy for each conference or league, if you will. And um, I'm on good track right now. I'm on good pace. I see both of them make the playoffs, but it's, it's scary, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it because it's, they're one game off. Like they're one game off and the Mets right. are so ice cold. They're so ice cold. Well, that is going to be it for our mile-wide headlines as we head into our next segment. And we are going to talk about introductions. Brad, we're going to talk about a couple of things. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and we're going to both kind of give our answers for it uh, so that the people know kind of a little bit of who we are and what we're trying to do with this podcast. So first, right off the bat, Brad, go to teams. Who are your teams? Any sport, what are your teams? Chicago anywhere, um, except soccer. I hate soccer. Um, Chicago Fire can lose every year. I don't care. Um, so we're not going to yeah. talk about soccer on this podcast because I'm not a big soccer guy either. So if you're a soccer fan, sorry. I, I don't think there even are soccer fans. And if there are, I don't think they listen to It is worldwide. It's probably the most popular sport. That's, that's what they say, but do they believe that? Yeah. Like I get it's played in the most countries, but – the NFL, I feel like, has more ratings globally. Well, it, oh, no, no, in, domestically, in the United States, NFL is king, but worldwide, soccer is the thing. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I honestly don't believe. I it. understand like, I'd have to why see the numbers. Doesn't. Okay, I would have to see the numbers. Okay. Like I would put like swimming, or like tennis, higher than that. Yeah, college but sports, college teams. Yeah, so. Um, you know, I grew up in Virginia area. Um, I was a diehard West Virginia fan growing up, still am. Um, obviously, Indiana football and basketball as well. So I got West Virginia, Indiana, because I go there now. But other than that, it's Chicago, not the White Sox, Cubs, um, because I just, I like crappy sports. I like the Bears. I like bad organizations like that. Bulls are on the rise. Um, I think we're a stretch four away from a championship, but that's talking like a Chicago fan. Mm-hmm. And um, the Cubs are just, it's great to be in the bleachers and make a snake in the seventh inning. That's all I have to report about the Cubs. Yeah. That's just, that's it for me. Well, my teams are 
back in the Washington area. Uh, since I am from Virginia, I am a fan of the Washington teams. Um, so we've got the 2019 World Series champion Nationals, the 2018 Stanley Cup champion Capitals, the Wizards, just the Wizards, Bradley Beal and the Wizards. Um, not big on the NBA, so you won't hear a lot of NBA out of me, but I love college basketball, so I'll talk a lot about that. Um, for football, I have for a, about a decade now been a Chargers fan back in San Diego with Rivers. Um, and now with Herbert in LA, never really was ever a Commanders fan back when, back in the day when they were in, when they're well, they're still in Washington, but they had a different name. Um, I never was a fan of abandoned ship, yeah, yeah, never was. So never did abandon ship because never really was a fan of them. Only a bit of a Chargers fan for a while, so um, it's weird. It's out of nowhere, but that's my thing. Uh. I'm a James Madison University fan for college sports, and growing up, I was a Maryland fan, so I do a lot of – I like to watch a lot of Maryland stuff. Uh, so, yeah, Maryland's my college football and college basketball team go-to. All right, uh, intro song ideas. We don't have an intro song yet for the show. As you heard when we got into the show, me and Brad were talking just a tiny bit before I did the introduction. Uh, we didn't really just go right into a song, uh, but we need a song, so – Brad, what is, your, what is your go idea, go-to idea for a song? Okay, I have a lot. So do okay. you want me to like, you want me to go first because I have one? Okay, yeah, you go first. All right, my one is Baker Street by uh, Jerry Rafferty. That's it. That's there's it. A, there's a big like there's a big like solo in it, like a big rip. That's da, 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 and it's uh, it's amazing, and I just think it would work for the show. Okay, That's so it. do you want me That's to it. do one? I you know what I can go back and forth. I've got a couple others. We can go back and forth. So what do you got? Well, I can't rank them. That's fine. Um, I wrote a lot of them. I can't rank them. Um, I'll just kind of riff them off. Um, it wasn't me, Shaggy. You can't That's go wrong one. there. Can't one. go wrong there. Uh, don't you forget about me, Simple Minds. Oh, Timeless. I do like that one. I like that Timeless. one. Yeah, I like that um, one. Good time, Owl City. Kind of keeping it a little more not current, but current enough. Yeah. Good beat. Um, sleeper, sweet dreams are made of this. <laughs> um, that one, like, it's one of those you don't ever think to put it on, but then you kind of hear it on the radio. Those of you that still listen, and it's lovely. Or at like a karaoke bar, those that song comes on. It's awesome. Yeah. Um. Do you believe in magic if we want to go retro? That would be a fun one. That would be a fun one. Um, you said Good Time by who? Al City? Good Time by mm -hmm. Ocean Park Standoff's a good one, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also have um, Sweet Escape by Gwen Stefani, probably her best no. song. No. Okay. Well, there's I'm a out. list. That's, well, I'm out on that one. All, okay. Well, they weren't all. You were doing go good, in. and then you brought up Gwen Stefani. I have nothing against her. Nothing against her. Just that's not no, I'm saying no to that song. Okay, so you might not like the rest of these then. But just okay. go. Just do them. Well, I got two more. Okay. That's one. Fine. Um, I found online today the hip hop version of Baby Shark. No. I'm a Nats. Have fan. you heard it? I yet? don't need to hear I don't need to hear Baby Shark. Have you again. heard it though? I was with the Nationals the whole twenty nineteen World Series run. I don't need to hear Baby Shark again. 
And then um, finally, which isn't really a song, um, the, a song. Um, the Purge announcement in the movie where they're like, um, you know, all crime, including murder, is legal. No. If we did a but parody like, of if we did a parody of it that had to do with our show, all bets are now legal or something like that. Like that would be pretty cool. Yeah, well, we might get in a little trouble for that because um, it's not everywhere. I hate DC because of this. Okay, um, well, oh, we could do something like. All right, well, those NFL that was my list. I I, I came back. up with it pretty quick. I definitely missed some good ones, but yeah, that's that's what I had. I, I there were some good ones on that list. There were some really good ones on that list. I there were some I solid think, ones. Yeah, I think it was a good list. And we yeah. got a lot of choices to pick from. So keep that list handy. All right, uh, next one, Mount Rushmore of movies. You get four heads on Mount Rushmore. So you get four movies. We're gonna okay. go back to these. We're gonna go, we're gonna go one by one here. Okay. So you it's not your movie favorite movies, right? It's just like no, movies. It's not your anyone... favorite movies. Like, cause I think the five movies, like my top five movies all time, I don't think any of them are on this list. Okay, good. Cause I picked like okay, I put down six. I'm going to kind of just pick in case you pick one of them. Um, okay, that's But, fair. like, I picked these movies based off of, like, everyone likes them, not like they're the greatest movies of all time. All right, so we'll do this like a game. We'll go one one at a time. So rock, paper, scissors to go first. Okay. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. We both had scissors. I had scissors and paper, so I'm going to cut Brad real quick, and I'm going to go first. I had rock. You had paper. I'm recording this, know? Brad. I can see. I know you're recording. You're recording my voice. I, I'm recording the actual video. So if I go back and watch this, I can see that you too? did it. Yeah, I'm recording the video too. Have so you I can been see recording what you're the video this whole time? Yes, because I'm going to turn it into an MP3 file later for the for the audio. Oh, all right. Well, but okay. So you are. So we're not submitting the video. Okay, good. That's all I want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people are now hearing what our process is going into making the actual podcast now. It's our first. Might episode. be on me. Might might not be on me. I don't know. But um, it's our yeah, first you know episode. What? We can do Why whatever you go we first, want. you won. You can just yeah. go first. Let's yeah. Forget about yeah. this. There's yeah. evidence now. There's evidence. Uh, I guess yeah. my first one will be um, Forrest Gump. The Forrest Gump. Damn. Brutal one one. Yeah. Brutal one. -1. Yeah. My number one, I got I got six really good ones here. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to check um, them off, make sure I get all mine. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one A, the first one I wrote down, Top Gun. That's great movie. Which one do you like yeah. better, the first or the new one, Maverick? You can't ask me that question because I actually I've seen both. I saw Top Gun before Maverick. I've seen both too. They're two different movies, so you they can't... accompany each other. They exactly without the first one, you don't have that second one. You don't. No. The second one's the beauty not of the good second one is you because haven't of the, seen first, the first, one. first one. Yeah, the beauty yeah. of the second one is because of the first one. But the second yes. one is a great standalone film. But the first one is too. Precisely. That's a, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. All right. Uh my second one. Well, we'll go with we'll go with something lighthearted. Uh we'll go stand by me. Lighthearted. That's a funny movie. It's fun. I don't know about lighthearted. 
I mean, they find well, a dead body in the end. Yeah, that's Pretty true. Sure ripping darts the whole time. But it's about it's about boys being boys. Yeah, boys being boys. So it's I mean, a movie about boys like being boys. Yeah, that's that okay. It's scene, about an adventure. It's boys being boys. That one scene kind of scars me when um, what is it? A leech, or like well, when leeches you go the when they're in the water and they get the leeches all over them, and he's got to pull it off because it's in his underwear. Yeah, that yeah. one kind of fucks me up. I'm shocked it wasn't the scene where the guy's eating all the pies. No, I like that scene. That scene that seems pretty like... funny. Yeah. That scene's yeah. pretty funny. All right, you're up. Here you go. The next one. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to go Shrek. Shrek. Shrek made the list. Yeah. That's a great answer. That's a great Every, answer. Everybody loves Shrek. Dude. Everyone loves Shrek. That's a great answer, Brad. Shrek made all-star a good song. Don't talk to Smash that Mouth about so it. That is they, so they're gonna true. They're going to tell you they're gonna tell you it was a hit before the movie, which, all right, fine, Not dude. True. But no, Not true. no. Yeah. There's a reason it's timeless. Right. Right. Shit. There's now I'm thinking movie. I should add, like, an animated movie to my list. Sucks, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin it you for did, you. You got a good one. I'm really, I'm really um, good at this stuff. I want a comedy on my list, so my third one's gonna be Wedding Crashers. It's yeah. got a hint. It's got a hint of sports in it. Um, you get yeah. nothing wrong with the duo of Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. You don't. It's I one of the ones be, too where I like be you can watch it with your parents. Dodgeball. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if your next pick was Dodgeball. No, I don't even have Dodgeball on my list. Shocked by that. Shocking, shocking. Okay, next one. Um, I had to throw a sports movie in there, so you got to go Hoosiers on that. Yeah, Hoosiers one hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, my last movie. Now I'm debating between two different movies. You can do an honorable mention. We can both do, do honorable it. mentions. We'll do an honorable mention. Okay. Well, my fourth one because you did an animated one, and I feel like I got to do an animated one to kind of clap back at you. So okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Toy Story, the original OG Toy Story. Toy Story, yeah. Yep. I was more of a Toy Story two kind of guy though. Toy Story two is good. I'm more of actually a Toy Story three person. I thought three was the best one. The one with the the bear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Toy Story I like one. Bear. I mean, Toy Story one's amazing. So I'll go Toy Story one. Yeah. 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 Okay. I have two honorable mentions. Um. Seven. Seven's oh, great one. movie! Great movie. Seven, um, you know Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, two probably the greatest actors of all time, and yep. they're detectives. Kevin Spacey's probably yep. the greatest villain of all time, or one of them, top five for sure. Let's right. not talk. Let's not talk about Kevin Spacey on this podcast. Well, because he's in because he he lives the way he acts. That's what we. That's I'm, what I'm aware. What I mean. Let's just let's leave it at that. All right, right there. No more saying uh, his name. Kevin. All right. Um, <laughs> all right uh second honorable mention um the longest yard great which one which one the original burt reynolds one or the adam sandler remake adam sandler one okay yep good movie. adam sandler one adam sandler one it's it's one of those films because you know we're all on netflix now you yeah. know it's one of those ones where you know you find it on netflix and it's freaking hilarious yeah. And I, okay, another sports movie. So that's it was between that and Hoosiers for my sports movie. I took I'm glad Hoosiers. You picked Hoosiers. Okay, 
Okay. Well, I mean, it was just as timeless. Probably one of the greatest of all time. Okay. So those two are my honorable mentions. Um, for number four, um, I'm going to go Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, God. Yeah. It's a funny movie. Yeah. It's a funny movie. Everybody, everybody I know likes that movie. Yeah. Including me. How many times have you seen it? three which is which is if you've seen it more than twice because you know the second time doesn't count because you've shown it because it's you're showing it to someone else okay. you've seen it more than twice i feel like it should count yeah it's like you've so seen my, it a lot my two honorable mentions uh, i didn't get to them uh anchorman the original ron burgundy uh, yeah, critically classic. acclaimed funniest movie of all time yeah that was almost my pick but i had to go wedding crashers um yeah. and then my second honorable mention is fargo one of the best detective movies of all time. Fargo. Yeah. Fargo. See, you kind of took this more seriously than I did. I, oh. I went for like fan favorites that definitely would never get above a six and a half on IMDb. Yeah. Well, you said seven. So. Well, yeah, but seven was an honorable mention. You also said Shrek. That's a good movie. I think Shrek was above that. I think Shrek, Shrek, was pretty is, a pretty, Shrek is a pretty good movie. Yeah. If you, the, if, longest it would yard, win a, the Longest Yard is not a great movie. Longest Yard is... Well, it's an honorable mention. That's why it's not my top four. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful it's not. Hoosier is a good one, one, too. One of the greatest football movies of all time, Longest Yard. Oh, you know what I should have said? Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans, yeah. That's a good movie. I feel like it's all a right. cop-out answer, though. Yeah, that is true. All right, on to our next one. It is our go-to breakfast. Brad, I'm going to let you start off with this one because you were very excited about this. Okay, um... Hopefully, well, I, I might have to steal from you so you, you don't take it. So I'm going to start with... Um, How many are we doing? Four. Four breakfasts? Yeah. Oh, I'm in trouble then because I wrote down one. Okay. You're, you're in gonna, a lot I'll of go, trouble. I'll go on the fly. I'll go on the fly. Okay. All right. I can do um, that. My, my number one, Jimmy Dean, sausage, egg, and cheese. That's great. That's a great pick. Yeah, it's a great pick. Because that's yeah, microwave. Mine's not a Jimmy Dean though. So my next one's gonna be a Dunkin' Donut sausage egg and cheese. That's gonna be my number. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if you get that though, because I kind of took the sausage egg and cheese. So I can't take that because you took a sausage egg and cheese from Jimmy Dean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So I can't I can't do any breakfast sandwich now. No, you can. You can throw bacon on it if you want. I took the sausage. Well, I don't want to take a bacon, egg, and cheese. Well, I'm just telling you that's how this works. It's like a draft, you know. Like I wanted okay. Jonathan okay, Taylor so you, this year, but I couldn't have him. You're ta- so you're okay. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. You're taking a sausage, egg, and cheese, and I can't. Take but it. I want in. I want in parentheses Jimmy Dean. You want the Jimmy Dean one? Okay. Yeah. Fine. I just I'm just gonna go with a a dozen donuts from Shoppers. From shoppers, those really big freaking donuts. You know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Those really <laughs> big freaking donuts. I know and I'm going to give them out to all my friends. All right. I mean, I'm I'm just feeding myself this morning. Okay. And I'm going to get um, sick after two of them because those things good. are huge. Good. They're amazing good. though. That's the thing. So there you go. That's my counter it, to you taking my sausage egg and cheese. All right. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to win so far. I think I'm going to win. Okay. Number two. Biscuits and gravy. Okay. 
Sorry, took it. Wasn't going to take it. Uh, number right, two well, for me, the pancakes from McDonald's. Yeah, the, the hotcakes. You have to call them the hotcakes. 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 All right, so, that's a good pick. I think I'm back in this race with you now. You're back in it. You're, you're climbing up because um, I feel like if you just wrote donuts, then we're tied. But you went the, a little too specific. I went shopper's donuts. Okay, yeah, you could do shopper's Not donuts. Not too specific. It's the beauty of the donut. Yeah, no, it's all right. I just think, uh, you know, all right, cool. Um, my next one. Yep. This is kind of where I'm going to start to pull away from you. Um, the Taco Bell breakfast crunch wrap. Okay. Phenomenal. Yep. Yep. Taco Bell has the best breakfast out of all fast food breakfasts. And no one thinks to go there. I was driving back from Kansas, eight hour drive. And I made a rule with myself. If I'm going to get up early in the morning to go, I'm going to stop for Taco Bell breakfast. I stopped at the first one. They didn't do breakfast. Then I kept driving. And the second one um, was like one of those KFC Taco Bell ones. Yeah. So like, they were like, yeah, not only do we not do breakfast, but we don't have most things that Taco Bell has. So I was pissed. But by the way, I'm like getting off the highway and driving like down like, you know, those side roads to get to these, right? So I'm, I'm upset about the second one. And then yeah. I get to the third one and they had it, but it closed at 10 a.m. I eat breakfast until noon. I feel like noon should be the time they stop doing breakfast. Who's eating lunch at 1130? Well, I think Chick-fil-A is 1030. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know why it's like a global thing to like stop breakfast at like 10, 1030. Breakfast should go till at least 1130. Okay, I'll give them that. Right. But no one's eating breakfast or lunch at 1130. It doesn't make any sense. All right, so you can take your third one. Sorry, I took us a little off the rails with it. All right, I'm going to go with um, the Chick-fil-A uh, hash brown scramble burrito. Things freaking delicious. That is a good one. Yep. That's a good one. Yep. Yeah. I think I've got anything to say other than just that. You could have just said Chick-fil-A, honestly. I, I could have, but, good. you know, I want to be specific about what I'm getting. and That, that burrito is good. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is always good. I may have to go with two different kinds of burritos, though. Because breakfast burritos smack. Yeah. They're good. I, I, you can do that. I only took the crunch wrap from Taco Bell. But their breakfast burrito slap, too. Yeah. So, all right. You're up all next. Right. Your final one. All right. My final one, um, a dry scoop of C4. See you lost there. No. No, dude, like people do it. I So I was, I think Nelk told me about it. I think I learned it from Nelk. And if you do a dry scoop of C4 in the morning, that's what I heard, like right when you roll out of bed, because some people don't like getting up in the morning, like me. You do a dry scoop right when you get out of bed, you're good to go. And not only that, you have the momentum to go work out. Yeah. So I tried it and it works. It yeah. 100% because like it's a dry scoop too. So it's just yeah. all jumping in there. It's it's like an espresso shot times a hundred. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Dry scoop of C4 for breakfast. Okay, fine. I guess my 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 fourth one is just going to be skip the breakfast, just a coffee. Just give me a coffee. Okay, so I guess um, basically- can I, do, like, can I do that? <sighs> can you choose coffee? Not, that's fine. If not, that's fine. I won't. Can you choose I have coffee? a different one. 
Well, I said okay, breakfast. never mind. Fine. So, like, if your I breakfast won't. is a coffee, because I feel like a lot of people, like, their breakfast is a coffee. So, I'll let you have it. No, no, no. We won't do that. We won't do that. that that'll be, like, one of my honorable mentions. That'll be one of my honorable mentions, along with the Anita's burrito for breakfast, because Anita's breakfast burrito in Virginia. Those are amazing. Um, okay. But I guess my fourth one would just be bacon on the freaking stove. Just make make just cooking up some bacon in the morning bacon. just stray bacon stray bacon pretty good pretty good yeah uh my honorable mention was um egg omelet with green peppers and onions and sausage but um which is more of a breakfast than i know it's weird for me to pick dry scoop of c4 over that but yeah. um it was necessary all right. Well, that were our introductions. Now you got a little flavor of who we are and what this podcast is going to be all about as we get ready to head into the Sunday forecast. And welcome back into the Sunday forecast with the 700 mile view. We have got 14 amazing Sunday games here on the first weekend of the 2022 NFL season. Brad, we taped yesterday. Obviously, people are listening to this at a different time, but we taped Thursday night before Bills Rams. You got Bills right. I got Rams wrong. Uh, and now we are look again. I just Friday. I don't want to. I don't want to make it that way. I don't want to be like you know. Oh, I'm right. Like I just I knew the outcome of the game. You know what I mean? Like right. I just found out what the outcome was. It fell on my lap. I you know I went down the rabbit hole and figured it out. You know, I tried to, you know, convince you otherwise, you know, I, I'm not someone that's right. You know, I just, I decided to look into it. It turned out that I found out who was going to win that night. That's just what happened. Right. Right. No worries at all. All right. We'll head into our first of 14 games. Uh, both me and Brad are going to have sleeper picks uh, and we will say those when we get to them. Um, I had one in mind, but I think I'm actually going to uh, flip that one. Uh, I'm not, not sure if that's my, my pick yet so we'll see when we get to it uh, that's the best part we'll about start... us recording this too is um once you put it in here you gotta stick with it because you can't just change it well there's several games on here where you have not picked an actual winner yet yeah yeah you... i'm working yeah no but i got it down now i know i know okay. what i want yeah okay so i'm ready to go all right we'll jump into the first game saints at the falcons brad what do you got in that one all right, so, um, you know, to kind of quote uh, Jameis Winston about, you know, body parts, and it really seems like he studied the anatomy of himself, and I think that's going to translate to the symmetric, symmet symmetry of the team, symmetry. Um, you know, they're going to be working with a bunch of different parts. The defense is going to carry the game. Um, I found out, um, I think it was yesterday, Damian Woody, uh, former NFL star, I don't know about star, but former NFL player has the Saints in the Super Bowl. So you put that combined with Jameis Winston just being himself. I mean, I just don't think Marcus Mariota can transition into an offense that quickly, especially considering he's a scramble guy. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints 100%. I think yeah. I have a great season. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you there. I'm going to go with the Saints. I think 
the best question we can ask is, is Jameis Winston the greatest week one player ever after his performance last year where he beat the Packers 38 to three and threw for five, five touchdowns. Yeah. He's going to look. That's who he is. It's clear. We haven't seen much of a repetition with it yet. Um, but I think it's going to solidify this week. Kind of like Tom Brady winning Super Bowls and Max Kellerman not believing it. Like, I think that's going to the exact same thing is going to happen with Jameis Winston week one. Yeah. I mean, I still am going to stick on the uh, Sammy Watkins as one of the best week one players of all time, just because he performs every week one. Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, uh, Jameis is making a name for himself, especially after last year's season. If they're on the same teams, even if, like, if, even if it's the Texans, if it's Jameis Winston throwing the ball and Sammy Watkins catching the ball week one, even if it's the Texans, the Jets, uh, Lions, Jags, you, you tell me which team, I'm telling you that they're going to win by 50 points week one if it's those two together. Right. Well, now in 2019, Jameis Winston, one touchdown, three picks against the 49ers when he was on Tampa. But, you know, no one's talking about that. Yeah, he wasn't a Tampa guy anyways. He's a dome player. It's clear. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move into our next one now. We both have the Saints in that one. The next game is the 49ers versus the Bears. Brad, what do you got for us? Okay. Um, I said I wouldn't be biased. Um, and sometimes you just you break the rules a little bit, okay? Now, if the Bears can go to the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky throwing the ball and the following receivers, Josh Bellamy, Javon Wims, Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller, Kevin White, Allen Robinson with Nagy at head coach, I, you can't tell me that Justin Fields can't do something one of these seasons, and I think it might be this one. Um, Everyone hates on fields, but Trey Lance wasn't even named a captain this year. So clearly they're not 100% bought into the Trey Lance, that whole thing. You know, we've lost some guys. Um, but let's compare Joe Burrow season two to Justin Fields season two. And obviously they're not in the same situation. Justin Fields doesn't have his favorite receiver from college playing with him, but I'm going to go with the Bears. I think I think it's I think we've had enough. I think we've had enough, and I think we're just going to shock the world. Week one. Okay, uh, I don't. Uh, this isn't a future bet. I think you can make, but um, I'm going to completely contradict Brad and say that the Bears are going to be the worst team in the NFL this season. Just going to be an absolute garbage fest. It's not going to be fun to watch. Sorry, Chicago fans. If I get roasted for this quote later on, that's fine. That's okay. I'm yeah. okay with that because I just I can't I don't see it. I don't see it one bit. You're not um, the only person that's gonna get put in that montage when, when we but, shock the world. You know, we're gonna touch upon it later when we talk about our division winners, but I do think the 49ers have a legit chance of winning the NFC West and going pretty far. I think this is a really good 49ers team and yeah, I think Trey Lance is going to be good, captain or not. I think he is going to win this game pretty handily. So uh, I'll take the 49ers in this one. And we will move on to the next matchup. It is the Steelers and the Bengals. Brad, what do you got for us? It's your, it's your pal, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, so we, we love this rivalry right here. Um, it, it's it's going to be a dogfight. 
Um, I saw a video today. Um, it was the college football playoff semifinal um, where George Pickens does the thing where he silences the sideline and then, you know, he goes up and shoves a corner to the ground. Turns out that that corner was Dax Hill, plays for the Bengals now. Where I'm going with this is Dax is mad. And going viral like that, that's got to be all you need is fuel to have a good season. I'm going to say Bengals, they've, re, they've re, rebuilt what is a Super Bowl team. They're going to they're gonna kill him. And no disrespect to Mitch, you know, he's done okay things for us, but we've made the playoffs with him. So I would understand if he somehow turned it around. Najee Harris is a great player, but I'm, it's going to be the Bengals. Yeah, I've got the Bengals too. I just don't see how they lose. They, they got so much better on the offensive line, better on the defense. I mean, this is going to be a really good Cincinnati team. And it sounds like a, a lot of people are counting them out. Like, this is the team that went to the Super Bowl last year and got better in the offseason. And people are still saying, like, they have their doubts about them. They counted them out last year. Yeah, this that is the same a, thing. This is a very much a playoff team and potential Super Bowl winner. And I don't think people are realizing that, that this, this team can still do really well. So uh, the Bengals, I'm going to take them to win too. So we're, we're on the same page there. All right, next game, Eagles-Lions. We, we talked about this one earlier. I mean, standing room only in Detroit. That's crazy to me for this game. This is going to be a fun one. I mean, this was a fun team to watch on Hard Knocks. What do you, yeah. what do you like about this matchup, Brad? Um, what I like about this matchup, I kind of, you kind of just said it was the hard knocks aspect of it. Um, you know, I, I saw two days ago, AJ Brown uh, edited his locker in the locker room a little bit. Um, he put an always open sign on his locker. And um, that kind of confidence, especially considering you're going into the Lions week one, he's got a lot to lose putting that on his locker. And um, I know they just lost Jalen Rieger. Um, but Devontae Smith is another guy that's just, he's due. He's, I mean, everyone, like you've seen him like, when he played for Alabama. There's, there's gotta be some sort of translation, especially with AJ Brown of a, of a better season. I think it's definitely going to be a defensive game for sure, but I got Eagles 100%. Yeah. This Lions team, I, I just don't think they're there yet. They're going to be good. I think this year, but I don't think they're going to be great. They'll win um, some games. They yeah, will win some games. They should have won some games last year. I mean, they got they got close. I mean, was it up like Justin Tucker's miracle kick? I mean, th that's mm -hmm. just one example of several games where the Lions just fell apart at the end. Like, they're going to try and finish games. And when you heard Dan Campbell talking about that and the biting kneecaps and all that, I think Dan Campbell's got a good squad. I think Jared Goff is in a really good situation this year. He's got some receivers. He's got some, some good running backs. The offensive line's still good. They reloaded. Swift should have a good game. Everyone's been yeah. talking about how Swift's going to be a great fantasy football player. Yeah. So let's see it then. Yeah, but despite all that, I am going to go with the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts is just too good. That that defense, that offense, the Eagles, another team that could easily make a big playoff run. They, they could they easily really take have, NFC East. They could yeah, easily they take all NFC the, East. They put all the chips in this offseason. So this is going to be a good team. I'm really excited to watch Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis is the guy I'm most excited to watch on that defense. All right, on to the next game, we have the Patriots versus the Dolphins. and. Brad, we're calling this the first official of, of the 700-mile view season. Our first official, Brad, coin flip game of the week. 
you don't know who you're taking. So we're going to flip a coin live right here on the podcast. Yep. It's way too close. I mean, I will throw out there in favor of the Dolphins. You know, they got Tyreek now. And I don't think the Patriots are ever going to forget the Miami miracle. That's why it's going to be a great game because the Dolphins are kind of reloading now. The Patriots aren't as great as they've been for years and years and years. Dolphins got a new offensive head coach. Who knows which way that's going to go. Um, considering, I mean, look at what the Bills had going on. They have a new offensive coordinator and they killed the Super Bowl champions. So, I mean, but again, it's the Patriots. They've been like that for years. I couldn't, I can't make up my mind on it. I'm, I'm flipping a coin. Okay. So before do, we do you the have coin, the coin? I do. I do. Right okay. Here. Heads and tails. Uh, before we flip the coin, I'm going to give my pick. I'm picking the Dolphins. Uh, I'm not big on Tua. Um, I just don't think he's great. Um, and I, I, I do like Tyreek though, and I like all the offensive additions. And I, I think this is a team when they when they play New England in Miami, Miami's really good. Um, and I think New England, you know, I'm feeding into the rumors that this offense has no idea what they're doing, that there's no play caller and they don't know what the heck they're doing. So I'm feeding into that right now. So we'll see if that sticks that way. All right, Brad. So the way yeah, we're going to do here. this, heads yeah, is going to be Dolphins because they're home. And Patriots are going to be tails because they're away. Okay. We're flipping it. Heads was Dolphins, tails was Patriots, you said, right? Yep. It is tails, so you are the Patriots. Okay. All right, Pats. Let's see it. Do what you've been doing for years. I'm All with right. you. So Brad's taking the Patriots. I am taking the Dolphins. All right. On to the Pat next Jones. one. Ravens, Jets. Brad, give us something here. Is Joe Flacco going to show he's elite? Week one. Uh, Joe Flacco is such a dog. And here's kind of the thing about this game specifically. Um, I bet that there are Ravens fans out there who are betting on the Jets that are betting on Joe Flacco. I mean, he gave them a Super Bowl. I don't care how prideful you are in a team. When, when you have a dynasty player like Joe Flacco, have a phenomenal Super Bowl game, get you all the way there, being Joe Flacco, big guy, great arm. I I can't imagine. I bet there's diehard Ravens fans that are for the Jets, but I just do not think that the Jets can even play on the same field as the Ravens. I don't think there, it will even be close. If you're looking for a lock, I, it's the Ravens. The Ravens are going to win this game. There are a lot of offline books that have even taken this game off because there's so much action with it. I mean, just it's not going to be close. It's the Ravens. Yeah, I, I'm going with the Ravens, too. Um, and the only thing I'm praying for is that there are no injuries week one at MetLife Stadium. That's what I'm praying for, because this is the turf monster. There are so many injuries yeah. on this field. I am praying Not even, yeah. to get no injuries on this field. Not but even I, just I, this game. Yeah. The, uh, Lamar Jackson today could not re-sign with the, with the Ravens. I mean, it's right. a dumb move. It's right. a Lamar move. He has to prove everything to the world now. He's going to leave it all out on the field. And it's going to start I think with he, I think he's going to do something well. I think he's going to have a great season. And I think maybe Miami, maybe he goes to Miami next year and they get rid of Tua. Miami would be cool. Um, it would be kind of funny if uh, Baker moved around again and then he went there to help with that Carolina situation. I mean, could you imagine a speed option with – Lamar and Christian McCaffrey, if you know the guy's not freaking broken all the time, it's true. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll take you on the Bears, man. We'll we'll give him we'll give him Justin. We'll take him on the Bears. We don't really yeah. got many receivers, anyways. 
All right. Well, we're on to our next game. It is the Jaguars versus the Commanders. Technically, this is my sleeper game of the week, but I don't know if either of these – is there really – I think both There's teams no are There's no sleeper like, here, yeah. Both it's teams kind of are tough. sleepers in this game, right? Like, yep. I feel like it's 50-50, so I guess there's not a sleeper. So I, I don't think this is going to be my sleeper game. Like, I think I'm going to wait. I guess I'm going to wait. I don't know what I'd be waiting for, but I'm, I'm trying to look down the list and not really seeing what I'd, what yeah. I'd make my sleeper game. So I guess that this is my sleeper game because one of these teams is – I'm actually picking the team that's favored right now in the betting, but I feel like from a fan standpoint – they're not the one that's being picked. So I'm going with the commanders in this one. I like the commanders a lot. I, I like Carson Wentz. I like Jahan Dotson a lot. I think he's going to score a touchdown this week, the rookie. Uh, so look out for that if you're betting. That's one bet I do like is Jahan Dotson anytime touchdown. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I like the commanders, and I that's my sleeper pick of the week. I don't think it's a great sleeper pick, but, you know, that's my pick. It's not a great sleeper pick just because the Jaguars have lost 16 games in a row against NFC teams. Yeah. But it's still, you know, the commanders and it's still the Jaguars. You go either way, it's a sleeper pick. Yeah. Um, you had to make a decision. Um, me, I didn't use stats for this game either. I didn't use a coin flip. I went on Animal Channel or Animal Planet. And oh boy. Um, I don't know if you know this, but the jaguar is actually the most feared predator in Latin America. Is it really? And Are they I, playing in Latin America? Well, just wait for this. So there's videos of jaguars like creeping up to the water and like waiting for crocs. And then they will just, with their teeth, just bite a crocodile and rip it out of the water and drag it up a hill. Like that kind of reminded me of what the Jaguars defense can be and for that reason just watching videos of Jaguars for a straight 30 minutes today on my lunch break I'm gonna go with the Jags okay all right not a bad pick um quick question is Commander Carson saving the franchise yes or no answer real See, quick. no okay can't do it with Fair the enough. Colts you can't do it with the Commanders all right, fair enough. Good to hear. All right, next game, Browns-Panthers, the legend of Baker Mayfield. He is – we don't yeah. get to see the commercials anymore. We don't get to see well, his commercials who knows? We may, maybe – yeah, I mean, Baker maybe Mayfield, turn it on. before, is the one athlete where you put him in a commercial and I wouldn't mind seeing that commercial overused. The one right. athlete I think I feel that about. I think it's the, those commercials are funny. They are so funny. Yeah, you see athletes so, going to commercials and they're awkward. They're awkward as shit. And Baker, it's like, I wouldn't mind seeing every commercial for NFL commercial breaks be of Baker Mayfield living in, what, what, what stadium do the Panthers play at? Bank of America. Bank of America? Oh my gosh. That's, that's an even better name too. You can talk about taking out a loan on Christian McCaffrey. I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like we're both big Baker fans. We're both taking the Panthers in this one. So two days ago, Nick Chubb, when asked about facing Baker Mayfield, said, and I quote, we all know Baker, period. So I don't know what to expect. That okay. right there alone, playing with Baker for that long, and that's what you have to say about that game, 
for some reason, it feels like they're not confident in playing Baker Mayfield, the guy that they have been working with. They have been turning into a mediocre to good QB for years. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Panthers. Bet on McCaffrey getting hurt at some point in the game. I don't I can't like believe he's... We're not. We're not betting on anyone getting hurt. Well, I'm not betting on it. I'm betting on if you bet on the Panthers, don't bet on it because McCaffrey's going to have a good game. I'll put it okay. that way. Okay. Or he will have a good game until something happens where there's a shark in the water and it bites oh, his okay. leg off. So a shark's going to be at Bank of America Stadium and bite. It's going to come out of the ground. Out of the is it turf or grass there? Don't know. Okay. Um, if we do find that out and it is grass, he will get hurt. It will. Okay. It will happen. Okay. All right, so we're both taking the Panthers in that one. All right, next game, Colts-Texans. The Matt Ryan era in Indy is finally happening. Did Frank Wright finally find his quarterback? I believe that this is the fourth or fifth straight different starting quarterback. Well, let me think about it. We've got Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Philip Rivers, Jacoby Brissett, and Andrew Luck. So there have been five different starters over the last five years for this franchise. Is Matt Ryan finally the guy? Matt Ryan is really good at playing Matt Ryan football. He's a good field general, which can help because, you know, although Carson Wentz has a great arm, he makes bad decisions. Matt Ryan's going to make the right decision when you have a really good offensive line and arguably the greatest running back in the league this year. Um, When you're making field general quarterback decisions about what to do about, you know, third and four, uh, second and 10, you know, he's, if anyone, he has the knowledge to get them there. It's just about if his skill set and his age can live up to it. Um, this is actually the one game. Um, I have notes in front of me. I just wrote Colts at Texans. Um, I didn't write down anything for this game because like you were saying about the bears, I think the Texans are the worst team in football. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's I don't think there's a fight there. I think the Colts are gonna collax week one and everyone's gonna be sitting on the bench with their helmets off by the fourth quarter enjoying their time. So I want to correct something I said earlier. It's been six straight different quarterbacks in week one. In twenty seventeen. Oh, who's Scott, the next one? Scott Tolzien in twenty seventeen started week Couldn't one. Couldn't tell you who that is. So Tolzien, Luck, Brissett, Rivers, Wentz, now Ryan. So they have had six different week one quarterbacks. Over the last six seasons, crazy, but I am going to take the Colts. I, I do the Texans are not a great team. Um, the I think they will finish last in the AFC. I do, I do like Davis Mills. I do like Davis Mills. I think he's I don't mind Davis Mills. You know, yeah. he, he gets he does he does Davis Mills football. That's that's all you can say about him. I don't know he's what a, that term means, but he's an we'll, NFL we'll quarterback. Later. Okay, he's an Fair NFL enough. quarterback. Fair enough. So, what's Justin Herbert? What's Kyler Murray? What's Patrick Holmes? What's Josh Justin Allen? Herbert is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Okay. Kyler Murray is um, that kid in sports when you were younger who had hair on his legs from the moment he was five and then just never kept growing. So he's trying to figure out the NFL because he dominated all other levels. So he's trying to work himself out. And who was the last one? Mahomes and Allen. Patrick Mahomes is what you get when um, – the football becomes a little more of a, a dance around and be cute game. Um, and uh, Josh Allen is, he was made in a lab. They, they put him together in a lab and they put him in Wyoming so that we know one would think about it. So the bills could take him. There was definitely a, a lab in Buffalo where they developed him. 
can the Bills hey, get over the hump? Well, you know what? We'll ask that question later. We'll ask that question later when we get to our segment talking about division winners and yep. Super Bowl, potential Super Bowl champions. Yeah. We both have the Colts here. Let's move on to the next game. Giants, Titans. Brad, what's your pick in this one? Okay. Um, it's It was tough, but just – when you got guys like McKinney playing safety, Wandale Robinson, Tony's going to be the next Tyreek Hill, and wow. Saquon's another guy. I watched highlights of Saquon Barkley running all over of Iowa, and it was really fun. That was a great Penn State game for them because they didn't score much, neither did Iowa, but it was a Saquon Barkley game. Um, that's how I feel about the Giants, which is how everyone felt last year about the Giants. If Daniel Jones can play C minus football, which he has in games, and that's how they win, um, they can do it. I just think the Titans defense is on a decline. And if you stop Henry, you stop the game. I don't think Ryan Tannehill's that great of a QB. He's more of a scrambler. He's more of a runner. If you stop the run, you win the game. I'm going with the Giants. Wow, so that's your that is your sleeper pick of the week. Is the that is my sleeper pick? I'm taking the Giants away. I think Nashville Broadway Strip is going to get way too wild. Some of the players might be found on that strip the night before. Who knows? But Giants are showing up ready to play. All right, well, I'm going to take the Titans then. Um, I think Titans. Well, now here's the question: You said Daniel Jones C minus football. Is it a bigger season for Daniel Jones or Ryan Tannehill? Bigger is season I, for. I think it's a bigger season for Ryan Tannehill than it is for Daniel it is. Jones. It's a, it's a pivotal season for Ryan Tannehill because when you have Derrick Henry, who apparently is going to be in full health the entirety of the season, you know, you, you can't have a top three player, maybe I'll play it safe and say top three running back. When mm-hmm. you have a top three running back in a league who can get the job done for you at any time. And all you have to do is make some short passes to make sure that, you know, any second and 10 is at least, 70 percent of the way handled i mean it, this is this is a pivotal moment in his career because they're they've always just missed it they've always just missed what they want to be and um it, it comes down to quarterback sometimes and that's how it is with the titans i feel i think their defense isn't great though yeah it's yeah. their ability to answer t- t- Tannehill has to be clutch yeah i think it's, it's i think it's really interesting i think that this is a uh uh, interesting matchup for uh, Tannehill. He's got Malik Willis right behind him. I mean, he's got to really be on his A game this year. So I'll take the Titans. You've got the Giants. That'll be an actually really interesting matchup that people aren't talking about. All right, next game, Packers-Vikings. Aaron Rodgers, will this finally be the year he wins his second Super Bowl? Not even close, Nick. Um, he's had these opportunities, and he's had Devontae Adams um, – carrying it you know Aaron Rodgers is saying in interviews you know everyone in the NFC North says it's our year you know whatever last year he owns Chicago great interview from part of my take roasting him about that you know he he keeps saying like everyone says it's our year and I and I'm saying it's not my year so when I come out on top it's kind of funny it's like dude shut up like well, you're let, you're really for reference. You are a Bears fan, so you do not like Aaron Rodgers. He's a weirdo. Like anyone in the league, if you like him or don't, you know he's a weirdo. He said he was on drugs half the time. That's weird. That's a weird thing to say when you're a two-time MVP. Just say that's all me. Um, 
I, it's our year and it's not the Packers year, but he thinks he's saying that in spite. So that way, if they don't have a good year, you know, he's like can throw his hands up and say, it's not my fault. It's not a team first player. And he doesn't have his number one receiver. Vikings are a quarterback away from the Super Bowl, but Kirk Cousins gets the job done for what it needs to be. They just got Jalen Rieger yesterday. I'm going with the Vikings at home. Vikings have a very tough, tough place to play if you're an away team. Yeah, so when we were first talking about this, my pick was the Packers. But you have just switched me because you just reminded me that Alan Lazard is not going to be playing this game. And the wide receivers are Romeo Dobbs and Christian Washington. They're young guys. And this is their first game. So Rodgers is going to be leaning on A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones a lot more in this one. And I think the Vikings, I think that offense is good. But I think the Packers defense is really, really good too. Uh, but I'm going to go the Vikings too. I'll go Captain Kirk. I, I like Kirk Cousins. I, 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 Kirk Cousins is a great dude. No so one has I'll, a problem I'll, with I'll Kirk switch, Cousins. I'll switch my pick. I'm going to go Vikings. I'll go Vikings. Big 10 football. Big 10 football. Go. I'll go Vikings. All right, into the next one, we've got Raiders, Chargers, Brad rematch of one of the last of last year's the last game of the regular season last year uh one of the greatest so, games we've ever seen um so i watched the tape i watched the game again it's one of the greatest endings to a game i've ever seen yeah the chargers are such a stacked offense that when they're on they're hot when they're not they're not and i think that's why the game was so close there were a lot of pis for the Raiders chargers had a lot of moments where they were right on the line to get that fourth and three or that, you know, first and whatever with the time running out or getting feed in where they were always just in, you know, they were just, it was a clutch moment. Um, the Raiders just happened to be on offense last that game. I think, I think it would have gone either way. Um, like most people, the chargers are three and zero against the Raiders though, in season opener since 2006. Um, I will never put my money in this game because these two teams are very fun to watch play each other. Um, part of me wants to say Raiders. A lot of me wants to say Raiders, but I would rather see Justin Herbert pick up where he left off in that fourth quarter in overtime and just kick their butts. So I'm going to go with the Chargers, but wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders came out on top with Devontae Adams now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a... As I said earlier in the episode, I'm a big Chargers fan, so I don't think I really need to talk about this. I'm, here's my future bet. You don't need to explain Just, yourself. You, you don't need Herbert, to explain yourself. Justin Herbert, MVP, future bet, put it out. Um, I think this is his year. I think the Chargers are going to be pretty freaking good. So I'll go Chargers. So we are the same there. All right, on to the next game, Chiefs-Cardinals on CBS. Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call. Brad, Kyle are going nuclear on all the haters? Here's a couple of things that people don't understand about Kyler Murray. The things that he has been able to do in his career, people call him undersized. That's you see the memes. Everyone talks about how Kyler Murray is so small, but he pulls it off. Kyler Murray is 5'10. Russell Wilson is 5'11, but you don't hear anyone talking about how Russell Wilson's undersized. So what is undersized if 5'10 works? Pretty sure Baker's around that same height. He's reuniting with Marquise Brown, a guy he knows how to throw to. They're doing a hard knocks in season with the Cardinals that premieres on November 9th, which means you know it's going to be a dramatic season. 
There's a lot of storylines um, that 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 that, that franchise. He was the second most accurate quarterback in the NFL last year. Behind who? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. That's according to Warren Sharp. Um, I'm assuming his numbers don't lie. Um, it's, it's disrespectful what the league did or what his organization did to him. Um, he has something to prove. There's so much pressure on his back. And it seems like he plays his best when he's angry, when he's jumping around and making the crazy play you've seen it in Oklahoma you've seen it against the Bills throwing it into triple coverage he's going to be taking those same risks and it seems like when he takes those risks he's on top and I think that's why in the back end of every season he's not making the playoffs because then he starts doing the safe move and then he throws a pick and then he starts doing his old game but it's not the same because he doesn't have the swagger that he had at the beginning of the season he's going to be looking to really upset some people I'm going with the Cardinals yeah, you said completion per, or you said accuracy. So completion percentage last year in quarterbacks who started at least 14 games because that was what Kyler started. Uh, so I'll put him on that list, or I'll put it, I'll put at least 12 so we could have two on the list, I guess. Uh, but Joe Burrow uh, was the highest, followed by Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, and Kyler Murray all tied um, in the same percentage. So he was tied for second uh, for most uh, accurate quarterback last year. Um, all right. That's coming from the actual still game. second. So yeah, still set. he's on the podium. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I like what you had to say, but uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. He may have new receivers, but it is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I know what the Chiefs are capable of. I see them twice a year. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think that they're going to win this game. And uh, yeah, so we're split on this one. All right, going into the next matchup, we have the Buccaneers versus the Cowboys Sunday Night Football. Brad, what's going on with the goat? Here's what's going on with the goat. I saw. Uh, I don't know if you've been seeing those videos where he's trying to get Gronk to come back. Um, armchair quarterback or some. I think was what the segment was called. Yeah, Tom Brady looks down bad. Um, he's begging his second wife Gronk to come back. Um, uh, you know, he's telling him to get a tattoo of a phoenix or whatever it was. Um, you know, he needs his he needs his second wife because of this game because of football. Giselle's probably heading towards divorce. Um, I'm pretty sure the reasoning that she said was that because he loves the game more, um, you know, and for the love of the game, I think Tom Brady, I think that's all he knows. You know, he doesn't know how to love anything else. You know that he's been probably putting so much time. Like if you have a problem dating the greatest football player of all time, being married to the greatest football player of all time, because he loves football more than you, then clearly he doesn't give her a second of the day. He's prepared for this game. The Cowboys aren't. Cowboys defense is great, but that's what Tom Brady does is he picks apart defenses. And I don't think the Cowboys offense has a prayer against the Bucks D. So I'm taking the Bucks. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you there. I'm going with the Bucks. The Bucks are the better team. Uh, the Cowboys kept it close last year when they played each other in the season opener. So maybe they do it again because this time it is in Jerry World. So. Maybe they'll do it at AT&T Stadium, but I'm going Bucks. I like the Bucks. So that wraps up yeah. our Sunday forecast, but we do have Monday Night Football, and we will make that pick right now because it is Broncos versus the Seahawks. Brad, last pick. Will Russell Wilson destroy the hopes and dreams of Seahawks fans? I think he needs time to adjust. Now it is the Seahawks. 
another one of the most arguably worst football teams in the NFL. I think Russell Wilson is prepared to go play in Seattle. I don't know if his team is. And, you know, the Seahawks are just in this camaraderie state where it's like, okay, we lost our star. Was he really our star? We lost Bobby Wagner. Now it's just next guy up. It's a team game. No one's a star. No one's better than the other. Geno Smith's playing quarterback, and obviously we've seen how terrible that ends up on the Jets, but, you know, Geno Smith's a Mountaineer, so he knows how to produce good football. Maybe if, you know, he has to be surrounded by guys like Tavon Austin, whatever. I don't care what excuse you have. Seahawks are at home, and everyone thinks Russell's leaving to go to a better team, and he's going to kick their butts. I would love to see the Seahawks just back slap them, just, just totally just one to the jugular. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks. It might be a biased pick, but I'd love to see the Seahawks take down Mr. Unlimited, that weirdo. So you're taking the Seahawks. I'll go Broncos then. I'll go, I'll go with Russell Wilson. I, I think they're going to have a really good season, so I'll, I'll go with Denver. Um, I think he gets them back to the playoffs. That's a little sneak peek of my picks. Um, so, yeah, there we go. There are picks for this weekend, all 15 games. Of week one, weekend. Sunday forecast, the waters are rough. We're going to yeah. be expecting some hail. Yeah, it is going to be a fun ride. As we head into our next segment now, it is You Better You Bet. Brad, tell us a little bit about the best bets you can make in the NFL this weekend. Okay, you got to always throw in a parlay, right? That's what this is all about. So I'm always going to bring one to the table. Um, my parlays don't always hit. That's why you should always also bet on all the games individually. So the parlay that I'm going to give you guys, bet on every game individually if you ride with me. So that way, like, I don't look like an idiot when it doesn't hit. And then when it does, you know, you get way more than you were even putting into the parlay alone. So um, I have a couple other standards. Uh, I like to throw in a couple others just to, you know, keep it diverse to get every game involved. But we're going to start out with the parlay of the week. This week's parlay is... Cincinnati Bagels, minus six and a half. Philadelphia Eagles, minus four. Indianapolis Colts, minus seven. Denver Broncos, minus six and a half. Probably all that. 10 to win 100, take it. Take it, bet it all on it individually. If one doesn't hit, the rest will. And then on top of that, um, spread of the week is going to go to Tampa Bay. The Bucs minus two and a half. They're going to win the game by more than three. Um, I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Underdog of the week, Arizona Cardinals against the Chiefs. Plus 200, money line. Take the cards. They're at home. Kyler's got something to prove. Chiefs don't have Tyreek opening the field up for everybody else anymore. I, I, it, it's going to be cards. And then finally, Vikings plus 100. I always put a safe one. I think Vikings plus 100 is such a safe bet because you're getting more than you're putting into it. it I just, I, I know the Vikings can do it. I think that's my really safe pick. But those are the, that's the slate for you better, you better, you bet. I like it. You better, you bet. Um, if you or a loved one have any gambling issues at all, please call 1-800-522-4700. That's a national helpline. Uh, for anyone who has gambling issues. So please, if you have any issues with gambling, do that. 
Uh, otherwise, or call me. Can... I'll make you your money back. Uh, yeah, not a great idea. Um, but hey, uh, I got a couple picks myself. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna ride with Brad's uh, Vikings pick. Uh, I do agree with that. I like it. Uh, I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk anytime touchdown. Please look for that one. I really like that one in the 49ers game. Um, also look for a um, uh, Justin Herbert MVP odds. I mentioned that earlier. Um, I really like the future on him winning the MVP award. Uh, so those are just some of my bets that I'm going to sneak in there in the you better you bet. Um, all right, we are going to head into our final segment where we break down our division winners, our playoff picture, our conference championships, and our Super Bowl matchups. Brad, you ready to do it? This is probably the only thing regarding the NFL that I do that takes me an entire day. So I'm very excited yeah. for it. All right, let's jump right into it. We are going to break down the AFC first, uh, and we are going to start in the AFC East. Brad, quick puck, who do you got winning the AFC East? Okay, so we talked about this before the show. Um, we did this yesterday. We talked about who we're going to do. I might have some changes. I'm just letting you know. That being said, the Bills are going to be the clear-cut number one. They're taking their division. I got them going 13-4 and four this year. Right, I'm going to agree with you. I've got the Bills winning the AFC East, too. I like the pick. All right, AFC North, Brad. AFC North, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm going to go with the Bengals. They're going to be 11 and six. They're going to be one game ahead of the Ravens and they're going to take it. I've got the Ravens and I think they are going to be one of the best teams in football this year. I think Lamar Jackson has something to prove. I love the Ravens this year. They are a team that I'm going to hammer in a lot. I like the Ravens. Take the Ravens in this, in this division. Uh, they're going to win the North. All right, Brad, on to the AFC South. I have the Colts. I think it's clear. Um, they're going to go 12-5, and five and um, they're going to just easily take the AFC South. Um, they're going to probably sit around that two-seed spot, I believe. So I'm going to take the Colts there, take their division. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. I'll take the Colts, too. I think Matt Ryan gets it back to the playoffs after they missed last year because of Carson Wentz losing to the Jaguars in the final week of the season. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take the Colts. I like them to win that division, too. All right, Brad, on to the, I think, the best division in football coming into Obviously. this year is the AFC West. Who do you got winning that? So this is where it changes. This is where it changes. Um, after looking at every team in that, conference or divisions schedules it's going to be close I think all four teams are going to be very good by one game going 11 and 6 I think the Raiders are going to take the AFC West wow, I, wow. it's it when you look at it by face it's the Chargers when you break down the schedule I think it's the Raiders wow wow I have the Raiders yeah. finishing dead last in the AFC West. Wow. Okay. Okay. So then so, clearly this, is, this is good. This is how you know the, the division is stacked. This is how yeah. you know the division is stacked. Well, we all know I'm a little biased. So, yes, I do have the Chargers winning the AFC West, and I have the Chargers doing pretty well in these playoffs. All right, Brad, three wildcard teams. Give them to me. Who are they going to be? The three other teams making the playoffs from the AFC. 
Okay, so the first wild card team is going to be the Ravens. They're going to go 10 and 6 and 1. They're going to have a tie during their season. Who are and they that's gonna what's going to prevent. Who are they going to tie with? There's always one crazy one, Nick. There's yeah, always that's one crazy one. Know. That's why I want to know. End of the season, they're going to tie with the Steelers wow. in week 17. They're wow. going to tie with the Steelers. That's what I have. I think I think wow. the Steelers are just going to like shock the world. They did it once, I think, last year. Like teams that are that just make ties happen. I can see that game being a tie, and that's why the Bengals are yeah, going to take it. It was the Lions and, and the Steelers who tied last year. Yeah. So you've yeah. got the Steelers tying again. The Steelers are trolls. The Bengals are going to go eleven and six. They're going to take <laughs> it, and then the Ravens are going to get that wild card spot going ten and six and one. All right, other two wild card teams. Who are they? Okay, um, going eleven and six. Oh, or no. So going ten and seven, the Chargers. Okay, and then your final wild card team. Chargers have a hard schedule. Yeah, so do. for my final wild card in the in the West or in the AFC, I need your help here. I have okay. two teams with the same record, but they don't play each other during the season. So what's the next, like, how do you tie break that? It's either conference or it's division. So whoever's division is better. It could be common opponents, but um, who are the two teams? So both going nine and eight, I have who don't play each other, the Broncos and the Patriots. Um, both going nine and eight. Um, if if we want to dissect that, we can. I would um, say right now, let's just flip a coin, just because I don't we'll want to flip a coin. Any, I don't, don't want to get into each the, other. Yeah. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of the math. So who's home? Yeah. Who's heads and who's tails? Um, let's make Almighty Heads be the Patriots because they get there the most, and then we'll have Broncos be tails. It was the Patriots ahead. So you have had two coin flips, and the Patriots have hit both coin flips. So you have the Patriots getting hammer the Pats your... this week. Hammer the Pats. Hammer the Pats. I like the All Pats right. taking that last spot, but Broncos yeah. will be just—they'll be just off. So you have two teams from the AFC West. The Broncos and the Chiefs don't make it. Yeah. So I got the Chiefs at um, seven and ten. Um. Yeah. Broncos at nine and eight. Yeah. Chiefs are next best. Well, actually, they're tied for next best at seven and ten. Um, right. The other seven and ten team is the Titans. They have a very easy schedule. All right. Yes, I have the Chiefs going seven and ten. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, my next, my three wild cards are going to be the Broncos, the Chiefs, and the Bengals. Those are my three wild cards. So, my AFC West looks very different than you. So, recap of the AFC East: Brad's got the Bills. Bengals, the Colts, the Raiders, the Ravens. The Ra- you said the Ravens, right? The Ravens? Yeah. Ravens are wild card, yeah. You said the Patriots and the Chargers. They are all in for Brad. And then for me, I've got the mm-hmm. Bills, the Ravens, the Colts, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Chiefs, and the Bengals. So that is our AFC East playoff picture. And now on to the NFC. Brad, NFC East, who do you got winning? NFC East, I, I I just don't think anyone can match the Eagles. Um, so I just want to make this clear before I say NFC. The AFC, I actually broke down game for game. This That's what I think based on every team's schedule. NFC, I'm going to do the same thing next week. I'll probably make an adjustment or not, or just confirm that this is what I want it to be. Um, but um, 
I'm just letting you know, this is just who I think based on talent. I'm, I haven't looked at the schedule for NFC, NFC but a, NFC East, I don't think anyone will top the Eagles. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I, I've got the Eagles winning the division too, so I agree with that. All right, on to the NFC North. Brad, who do you got? Uh, it's it's going to be the Vikings. I'm never going to pick the Packers. Um, the Vikings are way more talented. Kirk Cousins, I mean, can you just finally get the job done? Yeah, Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers. It's Aaron Rodgers. I can't go against Aaron Rodgers. I think he's probably, if not the the GOAT, the greatest of all time, uh, talent-wise. He may not have the Super Bowls, but talent-wise, I think Aaron Rodgers may be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. All right, uh, NFC South, Brad, who do you got? It's going to be close, but uh, you got to trust, you know, who's the quarterback that's been here before, who knows how to get to the playoffs and secure a spot. I'm going to go with the Bucs. Yep. yep. Can't disagree with that, but I am going to disagree with that. Um, I am going with the Saints. Jameis Winston. Yep, Saints are good. That, de- that defense, I'm, I'm going with a shock there. Um, so, yep, yep. All right, Brad, NFC West. 49ers. I think 49ers even have a chance to go all the way. I don't have them doing that right now, which is why I need to go into the schedules and really look at it. But um, the 49ers are going to take the West, no problem. Yep, I agree with you. I have the 49ers winning the division too. Uh, So we're the same there. All right, Brad, your three wild card teams from the NFC. So again, you know, I haven't broken it down. But my first wild card team um, is going to be the Rams. Um, you know, it's the Rams. They're, they're the most, they're the super team of the NFL, even though it's clear that super teams don't work in the NFL. This isn't the NBA, but they will find a way and they will make it. All right, your other two? My other two. Um, so my second one's going to be the Saints. Um, I think they're going to just, kind of be a shock this year. The Saints are always like somewhat good. And I think they're going to just make a big playoff push with that defense. And Damius Winston's, I think he's finally going to have his year. Um, so I'm going with the Saints there. My final team, just, you could call it bias. You can call it me loving him as a quarterback. But um, I think the Cardinals, it would be so cool to see the Cardinals go to the playoffs after everything that's been against, you know, Kyler Murray and, um, him reuniting with Marquise Brown to prove everybody wrong. Um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins coming back halfway through and giving them that final push. It would be awesome to watch the Cardinals just squeeze their way in. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my three, I've got the Rams too, uh, same as you. I've got the Buccaneers. And uh, I, it was a toss-up for me for the last spot between the Cowboys and the that's Vikings. How you, I watched you. you wa- I watched him. He changed it live, everybody. I just I just hear, changed his it. His third team changed live. So, so I've changed the Vikings game. twice during this, this show because I didn't have the Vikings yeah. earlier, and I just switched to them again. So clearly got to hammer the Vikings this weekend. Clearly, clearly Kirk Cousins called him and said, hey. Kirk like, Cousins um, is I my heard. guy. Yeah. We yeah, need to Michigan get Kirk State. Cousins on the show. Kirk Cousins is my guy. Yeah. Yeah, I guarantee right, he'll, so, he'll, he'll probably be on next week. Uh, I'm not going to guarantee that. All right, so when we go down and we look at the NFC East play, or the NFC playoffs, Brad's got the Eagles, the Vikings, the Bucks, the 49ers, the Rams, the Saints, the Cardinals. Uh, on my side, I've got the Eagles, the Packers, the Saints, the 49ers, the Rams, the Bucks, and the Vikings. 
So I think the only difference we have is I have the Packers and you have the Cardinals. That's our only major difference. Yeah, um, I don't have the Packers in the playoffs this year. Absolutely not. That's they're that falling is off a the deep very, end. That is a very much a, a Chicago Bears fan pick. It's 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 a professional pick. I know it is. I, I just gotcha. I, prove me wrong. Watch it happen. I guarantee yeah. it, America. All right. Now we're going to pick our conference championships. I will go first because Brad's maybe different from what he has originally on the sheet that we talked about earlier. So I'm not. I'll let him soak on it a little bit, and I'll go first. Um, okay. In the NFC, I have the 49ers. I think Trey Lance is really, really good, and I think he's going to get them there. And I think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So I've got the Packers and the 49ers getting to the conference championship. And then in the AFC, obviously I'm going to hammer the Chargers every second I can get. So I have them in the conference championship, and I have them playing the Baltimore Ravens. I have the Ravens getting past the Bills in a big game. Uh, so, yeah, give me the Ravens getting that conference championship. So, Ravens, Chargers, 49ers, Packers. Brad? Um, Bucks are going to make it. Um, I, I have them taking their conference. They'll probably play, like, the seven or the six. Um, I'm thinking it'll be probably Cardinals. So, I'll take the Bucks there. Um, and the Bucks are going to go against – Let me just kind of look at this for a second. Screw it. I'm going to see a Chargers playoff upset. It's going to be the Chargers. They're going to be an upset team this year. That they're going to. It's going to be Buffalo against the Chargers, and it's going to be who's playing um, the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks. Okay, I'm I'm thinking thinking about it. You got seven teams, or, or you have six other teams you can pick from. Yeah, that's good math, Nick. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, how hard is it? Give me Niners. Give me Niners. All right. So we both have the Niners in, and we both have the Chargers in our conference championships. Our Super Bowls could be a little bit different, though. My Super Bowl, I've got the Chargers and the Green Bay Packers, and I have Justin Herbert taking down the reigning two-time MVP because I think Herbert's going to be this year's MVP. So give me the Chargers and the Packers in Arizona for the Super Bowl and Herbert hoisting the Lombardi. Buffalo's going to blow out Chargers in that game. I think Buffalo's the best team in football, um, so does most. Buffalo's going to the Super Bowl between um, – Tom Brady and the 49ers. Um, it's going to be a great game. You know, we've seen the Niners make these awesome runs in the playoffs, but they have a new quarterback this year. They don't have the experience. Um, I think they're just a couple years away from going to the Super Bowl, but I'm going to take Tom Brady going back to the Super Bowl after missing it last year because the divorce is getting to his head and he's going to put all of his marbles in one bag and throw it on the field and throw short passes and he's going to get there. He's going to play against Buffalo. And then all of a sudden it's going to be like, he got hit by a train and the Buffalo are just going to pull the, the, the bills are just going to pour it all over him. It's going to be a stampede of bills running all over Tampa Bay. Bills are Super Bowl champions. It's not even close. So we both have two AFC teams winning the whole thing, but they're different. We have different paths to get there. 
but hey, we were able to make it. Brad, we have finished episode one of the 700-mile view. I am excited to watch week one of football with you. It is going to be great, and we will be back next week for episode two. We're going to bring on our first guest, Ben Dawson. Our executive producer will be joining us next week for a couple of his picks. He'll be on for just a little bit as we break down our picks. The show will be a tiny bit different. We'll do some new things next week. Uh, but we hope you all come back. Thank you for listening. Make sure that you football's back. Yeah, football is Make back. Make sure that you bet. Make sure that you watch these games. All right. Thank you all for watching. For Brad Wilson, I'm Nick Collar, and we will see you next week.